Man, the world is united in peace and harmony. All is good in the world, and there'll be no more violence or crime ever again, Mike. Yep, that's it, Ed. That (laughs) is it in a nutshell. All it took was to be threatened by a warlord to lead to the entire world uniting. Yeah, well, no, not just again, yeah, not just any warlord. Like this guy, it was one individual, one individual person. It wasn't like an alien race or like a subterranean lava people. It was one guy, and mm-hmm. he managed to bring the entire planet to the. He defeated the Avengers. He brought the entire planet to its knees, such that the entire world united in one common cause to defeat this one individual. Right, and of course, the person we're talking about is Kang the Conqueror. Who who, who did not appeared. conquer? He he failed to conquer, but he was he claimed to be the conqueror, Kang the ambitious, Kang the he, ambitious, <laughs> Kang the want to be conqueror, Kang the thwarted. But but so Kang came here, and like the world, it, it, what was fascinating for me. I mean, we can say this now that because he was repelled, but um, what what was fascinating for me was the fact that the entire world seemed to to fall line together, which is what we would want, right? Like peace on earth. But the question is, why did they do that? They didn't unite when there's giant monsters destroying the southern tip of New York. They didn't unite when we found out that there's apparently gods gods are gods being real, like myth- mythological gods being real. Or uh aliens or or from outer space or from another dimension. Like the world didn't necessarily unite. Yeah, well, they, I, they, I feel they, like there's been other villains who have challenged the UN. They've gone into the UN, like at, at, Atlantis did. Like when, when Namor came, he went yep. to the UN and, and basically challenged the world to say he's going to conquer the world, and that did not unite the world. There, there was disagreements. You know, you know what it was though. I think Ed, and it's the only thing that makes sense for me, is the fact that he was tactically quite brilliant, right? To and and maybe uh, and led to this response is that he he sought out or at least. Didn't seek them out, but he defeated the Avengers with ease. That alone, I think, would yeah. cause the world, everyone in the world, to think this is a major problem. This 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 guy's a major player. Uh, we can't if the Avengers can be defeated so easily and so quickly that we can't we, we won't stand we can't we don't won't hold a candle to them. But I guess if that's the case, why like why not surrender? I'm not saying everybody's going to surrender. I can imagine there's always going to be some belligerent nation that's going to fight back. But it was united around the world. Like every country from the Soviet Union to communist China to America to Australia to like uh, uh, the Fiji, we all got together and said, no, none of us are going to surrender. We're all going to fight as a single united world unit to take down this madman. Yeah, I don't know. But I think what I'm saying is that the fact that maybe it's just it was so terrifying that the Avengers could be taken down so quickly that um, the world had to unite together. It's 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 the it's the most it led to a common cause that we haven't had ever, ever in, in in recorded history, truly. Um, and it's because there's a common enemy that was so great that they could take down the Avengers. And you know, I I, I take your point that why wouldn't they just concede defeat? I think the the reason they wouldn't necessarily is because. I don't, even though the Avengers are uh, a line of defense, they're not the only line of defense. I mean, we, we, we're not, it, it maybe that the, maybe it's the point that we are not entirely dependent on superheroes yet. We still have other means of, uh, uh, of waging war and defense. Yeah. I, I guess, hey, we're, we're, if, if the alternative is like subjugation by this madman for, what, eternity? Um, maybe it's time that we, we take a stand when we can. And to be fair, he, May, that 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 unitedness may have fallen if he had, if if Kang had 
managed right. to, to to seal his fate. Like if he if he had he had if the Avengers hadn't escaped, if they hadn't defeated him, and he had started like destroying cities, like he could just pick one country, right? If he started destroying New York and then DC and then LA and then San Francisco, at what point does America say, okay, we we, we surrender and we're we're going to give up, and then he can move on yeah. to the next country and do the same thing? Yeah, there could have been cracks in the armor, but it was but what was what was I think quite inspiring was that you know when when the greatest superhero force known to man being the Avengers was defeated um, the world didn't buckle and they did unite and unite to try to defeat them so I thought that 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 said a lot I mean it also does like speak to the to the regard that we hold the Avengers in right and the idea that they are um, so vaunted and so um, revered that when they go when they're taken out and defeated it, it's a it's a terrifying thing for the world yeah, and 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 are, are understandably so, right? That they we we know these guys are so powerful. We we talked about this. Like every country is trying to build their own super team, these super organizations, because as a strike force team, like they 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 are they're nearly unstoppable. But apparently, they can be stopped, and sometimes by 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 one guy, one guy who's maybe that's what we should talk about a little bit is like what made Kang so powerful? What made him? He's more powerful than the entire Atlantean army. More powerful than all the Avengers put together. More like potentially more powerful than all of the world united together. What, what made this individual so, so, so dangerous? Well, well so, so the, sh- the short answer is that we don't know, right, other than he was. But what seemed to make him distinct and different was that, according to him, he's a time traveler from the future. So he had, future, from our perspective, futuristic weapons and technology that it, he was able to use to subjugate the Avengers. And so um, the first question that I have is, is it true? Like we, we, we've gone through, I think every possible fantastical, um, uh, you know, pulp fiction kind of like idea. We have aliens, gods, <laughs> monsters, giants, other dimensions. Uh, other dimensions. We have everything. And now we have time travel. And I mean, to my understanding, time travel could to go back in time, I think is impossible to my limited understanding going in theory, going forward, I think so. Isn't. So, hey, but you tell so, me. So, let me talk. Hey, hey, now we're in, now we're in my world. So, <laughs> so, it, uh, uh, t- time travel is is, is, is it's 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 hard to say. So, what we what we know from science is that you can't accelerate past. You can't accelerate to the speed of light. As you get closer and closer to the speed of light, time gets basically slows down and down and down. And so, you can always for you as an individual, it can feel like you're going faster and faster and faster. Uh, but for Everybody else looking at you, they know that you're never going to get faster than the speed of light. You're getting closer and closer and closer and closer, and it gets harder and harder to go faster and faster. Uh, in theory, if you did go the speed of light, for all those and photons go at the speed of light, time does not exist for photons. They exist in a state of like note of, of t- infinite time. They're basically these photons just kind of exist forever, and, and, and no. T- so photons don't don't really experience time. Uh, in theory. If you use, use these same equations, if you're going faster than the speed of light, you will absolutely go back in time. So time travel exists in such that there's, a, the math, there's math for it. But in practice, since you can't get to the speed of light, there's no way to go faster than the speed of light. So there's no actual way to get to the part of the equation that has you going back in time. So in theory, you could go backwards, not forwards then. I had, I had it backwards. Well, no, it's easy to go forwards in time. We're going forwards in time right now. We're moving forward in time one second at a time. <laughs> this moment we are we are more forward in time than when we started this conversation so that's easy and if you want to go forward in time faster all you have to do is go faster if you go fa- close to the speed of light if i go close to the speed of light and travel away from the world earth for like um for 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 10 years of your time and come back for 10 years of your time 
um, I could, depending on how fast I go, I may have only aged a, a day or two days. Uh, but for you, I would have, it would have been 10 years. So I can travel into the future just by going very fast. Okay. And you can go into the past by going even faster. If I could go faster than the speed of light, I would go into the past. But again, the problem is, is that you can't go the speed of light. But as much as I say that, we know that the the Fantastic Four have been traveling to other galaxies. We know like the, the super scroll that took them all down was from a different galaxy. Somehow people are, we, we there is technology that exists in the universe that goes faster than the speed of light. As far as, or maybe we should rephrase that. We don't know if it goes faster than the speed of light, but it allows you to travel places, far away places, quicker than light would get there. Right. Uh, how is it doing that? Presumably it's not going faster than the speed of light, because if it did, it would go back in time. And we know that's not happening. We don't think the Fantastic Four go back in time when they travel to other galaxies. But if that if that part is impossible, if that the part that we thought was impossible is possible, then why not time travel? I get it. Well, here's a quick question then. Um, I don't know the answer, but why is the speed of light the constant that in these mathematical equations like why why is it why is it a fixture and oh, i don't you know, know i don't know that so, so i think einstein was the one who came up with it and he basically realized that light he he, he was thought experiments originally where he was like hey if i'm if if, if i'm on a if you fire a bullet it goes like at a thousand miles an hour um next to a train and the train is going at i don't know of uh, 100 miles an hour i well, i will see that bullet going past me at 1,000 minus 100, or 900 miles an hour. Like, everything's kind of relative to each, itself. Relative velocity. Relative velocity, exactly. But Einstein was the realized, he's like, he said, what about light? Is light a relative velocity too? In which case, what is it relative to? And so mm. when he started thinking through it, he said, what if light isn't a relative velocity? What if light is just like, that is the speed that light travels at everywhere at all times? Oh, no way. And okay, that's he, fascinating. And, and once he figured that out, he just, everything else was just like, now let's calculate what that means. And once he calculated out what it means, it means that, oh, as you go faster, time dilates and length contracts and like all these other things were happening. And he's like, well, I don't know if that's true, but if light is a constant, if the speed of light is a constant, then all this other stuff also follows. And it wasn't for like a, a decade or two after Einstein figured it all out that we were able to go do the, make the measurements that proved that he was right. Uh, and so now we know he, that... As much as we know anything in the world, we know that Einstein was right. Why is speed of light a constant? I don't think we that that's that, that now you're getting to philosophy. I think. Wow, that's amazing. Well, maybe we could ask Kang the Conqueror, who's in the future, <laughs> if they figured out why the speed of light is a constant, and how it, if 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 the way that he's able to travel back in time is because he's been able to harness technology that would allow him to um, go faster than the speed of light in his spaceship that he has that he landed here in, in america yeah i think if anything that's the thing that makes me think it could be possible like if he was stepping in it was an hg wells thing where he stepped into a, a phone booth and traveled in time uh i'd be very skeptical but he's traveling some sort of spaceship and once you get into like traveling through space like there's a lot we don't know and uh in theory if he found some way to skip past the speed of light so he's going faster than the speed of light there's no reason why it couldn't design something that causes them to go back in time. Like it sounds like it, once you solve the speed of light problem, the time travel problem becomes like almost irrelevant. Wow. Okay. So, but but let's get back to the original point about Kang. Is that um, are we sure that he is a time traveler? I mean, like, couldn't anybody say they're a time traveler? Because it wasn't like he demonstrated his ability to go through time with us, and I'm not sure how you could. 
well, right? He, like it's imagine if you could if he could if he had the H.G. Wells time thing, you could imagine him like you could imagine fighting Kang and then him traveling back in time tw- ten minutes earlier, and now there's two of them, two Kang number one and Kang who's traveled back in time, and all of a sudden you're fighting like in a dozen Kangs yeah. who just kept looping back again. Like I, I think the bigger question is like if he is a time travel, how does time travel even work? Like we know that mm. these ideas of like what would happen if Kang went back in time and killed his grandfather? It's a bit, a bit like, um, uh, uh, it's 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 a bit like one of those parad- Yeah, it's a paradox. But if we hear these stories and stuff, but but it's a, it's a, it's a it's a fair problem. Like if if he goes back and kills his grandfather, does he stop existing? In which case, he doesn't exist to go and kill his grandfather. So, is there no free will? Is it just not? Is he not possible for him to do that? Is time like already gone through the different iterations, and so that what he, the act of doing that. It didn't happen because it didn't happen, or is when when he does that every time you go back in time, do you create a new timeline, branch timeline, that whether you kill your grandfather or not doesn't matter because you were born in some other timeline that is not the one that you're in now. Uh, well, if it's the former, then and it's and there's no such thing as free will, then I would imagine that every time traveler would kill themselves out of depression because they they can't change anything. It's it's preset. Well, you're you're and assuming so, that you're assuming that they have free will to be depressed to go and kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That'd be quite the conundrum. But it it would I guess I guess for like our purposes, I hope that that well then here's the question then, Ed. Does that, does that, if Kang is truly a time traveler from you know thousands of years in the future, coming back to see us, not necessarily killing his grandfather, but just coming back here, does that not mean that he's now gone back into a different uh, and set up another he he he's come back not to his own past or the past of his his, his world, but a totally different splintered timeline then he goes back to the future is he really back into his old future or, or the future that he's changed and he's wow. just constantly every time he goes back and forth in time he's just creating this sort of cracked mirror splinter universe uh, multiverse I, I, and i think that's what it has to be like I, I kind of said hey there's different theories of what it has to be but i i think it has to be that we create an, a new reality a, a new timeline effectively when you go back in time uh, uh, otherwise um uh, it, it, you're right. It doesn't, doesn't work because we know from like just simple butterfly effect. Like y- you are who you are because of who your parents are. But more importantly, you are who you are based on like who, when your parents decided to actually ha- commit the act of having you down to like the individual sperm that became you versus somebody else. And if they had waited a day, like then you wouldn't be you. You, you, you would, they would they would probably still call you Michael. Um, because whether you were born, whether you were born one day earlier, one day later, they probably wouldn't. That, that wouldn't change. But who you are would be different. Yeah. It, it, even just like change the, the time, not by a day, but by an hour, by a minute. It doesn't take much before you would be effectively your brother. It would be, be you have the same kind of mix of genes, and your genes would be turn out to your brother. Now you do that four thousand years in the past. How many people? The fact that Kang was here. How many people changed, like, when they decided to have children by a minute or more? Um, because he was here, like it must be millions of people around the world, and then what happens to their descendants and their descendants and their descendants? And like, it, it, there's no way that someone named Kang, or so, someone named Kang, is going to be born uh, uh, two thousand years in the future just from this act of being here, even if he barely changed anything at all. Yeah, and I, I, so that's why it makes sense that there be splintered timelines. But I guess like where he creates one every time, every, he creates one when he goes back in time. But I have read about this concept of time travel where time is kind of like a river, right? So it's going to go, it, it's, you might put a rock, if you, there's, a, there's a river or a stream in front of you, say a stream is easier, and you put a rock in it. So the, the water will still, it'll change for a period of time, but it'll still go back and flow back generally to um, 
on the, on the same general path. And so I wonder if, uh, I'm not too sure about the, the best analogy, but the idea that it's like time, if, if, if light is a constant, then to some degree time may not be a constant, but may have some constant elements to it. We just don't know where you might in certain, certain circumstances could change time and lead to the ripple effect that could create a whole separate timeline, but in some changes they wouldn't. So necessarily some interactions wouldn't necessarily where you could interact with it with the past timeline, not change time forever. Yeah. And I I, I think those things are not incompatible. So part of it is that absolutely different people will be born because they're going to be brothers to each other rather than actual, actual clones just on the timing perspective. But that doesn't mean the whole like greater parts of the world aren't going to change. Like we know, mm. like Isaac Newton was a was a genius and basically invented physics. But if I Isaac Newton hadn't done it, it's not like we wouldn't have figured out the laws right. of physics. We would have figured them out, and maybe they would. Like, and, and frankly, it would have been maybe a, a year later. It wouldn't have been a long time later. There's like a a gaze alt around the world of like all, all these things that need to build to have something happen. It's almost like hey, if there's like the great man theory of history where hey Napoleon fundamentally changed the, the the direction of the of the of the world by his actions or there's like the great events theory where hey the French something like the French Revolution and something like a, some sort of dictator trying to conquer Europe was going to happen around that time and Napoleon was just like the right person to do it. No, I get it, and I and so I I, I don't really know. It's too bad that we couldn't sit Kang the Conqueror down to interview him. <laughs> to ask him these questions, but maybe it's 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 not. It, maybe that that would kind of almost ruin the fun because I'm, I'm finding because we he was able to be repelled. I find it quite fun to talk about it, and I like the idea that he is time traveler, and and about thinking about how this would all play out. Because quite frankly, like you know, from the person who's visited in time, the fact that Kang just came back here to us, no matter how it's whether there's it's going to change the future or create a splinter universe um, separate from his earlier timeline it doesn't really affect us the only way it would affect us and maybe change us depending upon how time travel works is if we went back like say 50 years before now and maybe maybe we would be blinked out of existence if there's only one timeline that's it or we just be we might end up in a totally different time stream like there might be another another uh alternate universe where kang went back 50 years before and conquered, and we weren't born, but we would never know because we're not in that one. We're just in our own one where he only went back to this that's right, point that's right. in time. Hey, we, we are in the timeline that we are in, and we'll, we'll never know any different. So if Kang goes back in time and tries to, like, I don't know, conquer the world back in 1900, um, he may or may not be successful, but it won't affect us one way or the other. Here's one last thing I, I think about is, what if, like, uh, again, because I, I'm, I'm still thinking about your the, const, the constant that the speed of light represents, um, there, we just don't know. But what if there's like time travel constants? Like you, you know, you've got one shot really to go back in time, or, you, or if you if you go back in time, you can only go back so far more than once. Or who knows? Who knows that there there may not there may very well be these rules that um, that are in place to make sure that space time doesn't kind of unravel. Yeah, we, we we don't know the rules of time travel so far, and and, and hey, we, we're doing all this extrapolation. We don't even know if he's a time traveler. He might he's, be cla- he's, he's claiming <laughs> to be a time traveler, just, just like Thor is claiming to be an ancient god. Like we don't yeah. we don't know these things at all. All we know is that he, and we don't know if he's if he's not a time traveler. We don't know if he's lying to us or if he's just deluded. Like like right. So who 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 he maybe he thinks he's a time traveler, but actually he's 
he's I don't know he's an he's an alien or he's like from another dimension. Um, h- how much does the, like, a different dimension differ than time? Like, what if he came from a dimension that was four thousand years ahead of us and he just switched dimensions right. from their dimension to our dimension? Like, we we we, we don't we don't know. Um, but uh, hey, it's, it's fun to it's fun to talk about it. It is, and and the the last point I, I I'd like to talk about with respect to time travel is that it did seem that the world the UN and the world powers took him seriously, right? So did they take him seriously because of his awesome arsenal or and or because of the time travel angle, right? Well, and so maybe the UN already knows about time travel. Maybe the world already right. knows this time travel exists and they're using it all the time. That's how, like we're in a battle right, right now and we just don't know. We're we're sitting on the other on the other end of it. And so when someone can and we think we're all smart because we're using our time travel to go back in time and try to influence World War II. But uh, when someone comes from 4,000 years in the future, we're like, oh, crap. Now we're in trouble. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, what if what if we've been the U.N. has been like using time travel to help, you know, create the world. But they deliberately don't go back to stop World War Two because for various reasons or don't go back to stop various things that are, are you know, human tragedies and, and worldwide catastrophes because it serves some kind of interest. This is wild. Is the next war? You and I have talked about the next war being like a super powered one. What if it's a time travel one? Hey, what if it's both? 